Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I don't know about you, but I am not very good with numbers. Some folks are, some folks aren't. I think probably we're learning that some folks have got mathematical intelligence and others have got more of the literary kind of intelligence and some people have more technological kind of intelligence. Wonderful. But I'm not very good at numbers. I mean, I can balance a checkbook and I can, you know, figure up the bill at the end of the night, but uh, I'm not very good with numbers. But I do today want to try courageously to forge into uh, the forest of some religious stats that are really showing us that our society is a little bit different than we had expected from a faith perspective. And definitely this upcoming presidential race is going to be a little bit different than I had even expected. And I pay attention to these things all the time. So I want to talk to you about some religious stats. Now, this is always dangerous. You know, Mark Mark Twain said that, uh, you know, there's lies, damn lies and statistics. One of my favorite quotes. And that is certainly true. Statistics lie. They can always be made to serve almost any cause. But but I do think the stats I've got today are fairly solid. Most of them come from the Pew Forum, which is a relatively objective uh, polling and survey organization. Uh, Their analysis is one I usually trust. So let me just run through a few numbers for you here. I won't, I won't just list reams of numbers, but I think that some of these are very, very revealing. For example, uh, in America, Jews and Mormons each make up about 1.7% of the U.S. public. Now, I find that fascinating because they are so influential. They're not even 2%. Jews are not even 2%. Mormons are not even 2% of the U.S. public. Uh, but they are outsized, dramatically outsized in influence, whether we're talking about money, political influence, uh, clout, uh, ownership of businesses, all of that kind of thing. The other stat of that kind that I thought was intriguing uh, is that atheists and agnostics do not even number 4% of the U.S. population. Doesn't mean they shouldn't be heard and doesn't mean they shouldn't be attended by our, uh, by our national attention, but uh, only 4%. You certainly, at least I certainly thought, that that was larger, uh, especially over the last decades with the new atheists and so on. What's intriguing is that almost 70% of our country agrees with the following three statements. First of all, that prayer is an important part of their daily life. Uh, Second of all, that we will all be called before God at the judgment day. That's a quote from the survey. And that they never doubted the existence of God. In their lives, they have never doubted the existence of God. That's 70% of our country. Now, I'm not making a case from these stats, but that's, that's higher than I would have thought, whereas the number of atheists and agnostics is lower than I would have thought. So uh, we're confirming that the sort of faith view, uh, the, the solid core, more or less traditional values kind of folks uh, rooted in, in religion, uh, that, that's not diminishing too much. Uh, the, the, the third area that absolutely fascinates me uh, is that according to the Pew Forum, every religious group in America, at least mainstream religious group, is leaning more Republican than it is Democrat, and in some cases is moving away from a Democrat affiliation, Democratic affiliation. That, that's absolutely fascinating. And where that's the most pronounced is among Jews. So what's happening is that in nearly every religious group in America, Jews in particular, 
there's a decided move away from uh, the Democrat Party, Democratic Party, and a decided move for Republicans. Now, that's not, you know, that's not my stat. And uh, even though I'm politically conservative, as you know, uh, this is being reported by the Pew Forum, which I, I know some of the staffers. I'd say most of them are more uh, Democratic. But, but here, here's, I'm looking at the chart right now. Um, for, for example, among Catholics, uh, Republicans have gained about six, six points uh, in support. Uh, Mormons, of course, gained 12 points. I don't even know how you gain as a Republican with Mormons, who are almost all Republican as it is. Uh, amongst Jews, Republicans have gained about nine points. Uh, you see where I'm going. Even amongst atheists, agnostics, and nothing in particular, the category called nothing in particular, there's a gain of about three points. There's not any relig- mainstream religious group in America uh, in which there's not a gain for identity uh, of, the, of its members with Republicans. In fact, black Protestants are notoriously uh, democratically associated, Democratic Party associated uh, group. There was even a gain for Republicans there. Now, I don't know what this means. There has not been a strong conservative swing in the country. I don't know that this is a backlash against Obama, uh, but this is what the Pew Forum is reporting, and it, it seems to be you know, very solid in, in terms of what they're saying. So that, that is something I had not expected and something that may have a profound effect on the upcoming election. Um, at the same time that that's going on, about half the country has expressed some degree of reservation about Christian conservatives imposing their religious values on the nation. Uh, that's higher than it's been. There's a wariness to the tune of about 50%. Uh, now, at the same time, that's going on. See, some of these trends you can hardly reconcile. Uh, the Democratic Party, as, as it's described, that's the word used in the survey uh, for the party, has a quote-unquote God problem. Uh, only 26% say that the Democratic Party is friendly to religion. Uh, the proportion of Americans who say that the Republican Party is friendly to religion has actually increased. Uh, well, I'm sorry, it's fallen a few points, but it's still well over 55%. Uh, so th- there's, a, there's a decided problem of faith in terms of perception of the Democratic Party that the party's going to have to deal with. And I'm, I'm frankly not sure that Barack Obama's going to be able to help very much with that, but perhaps some of the other operatives and spokesmen will be able to. Uh, what's going to cause a problem for both candidates uh, is that particularly in the American South, uh, somewhere around 70% say that it matters that a candidate shares their religious beliefs. Now, I had understood this was going the other way. Um, that's extremely high. In the Louisiana Republican primary, for example, is almost 80%. Now, granted, that's the South and Louisiana, but 80% said that a candidate really should share their values, and that's who they feel more comfortable with. Well, that's that's we had understood it was going the other way, that, that voters cared a little less about a candidate lining up with their personal uh, religious values. Um, but, uh, but just wanted them to be good leaders in essence and have, have moral values. Um, most Americans, 59% say that religion's influence on the country is declining. And most of that 59% believes that's a bad thing. But again, that's intriguing. Almost 60% say we're losing the religion, religious influence in the country. And that's not a good trend. What's interesting is that uh, amongst those who identify themselves with the religious left, uh, are, that group is only about 7%. Uh, those who identify themselves with the religious right, 
that group's only about 11%. Now, again, I have to say, I follow these trends all the time. I thought those numbers were bigger. We speak of the religious right as a very, very powerful force. It's only 11% of the electorate. And 7% of the electorate is uh, self-identifies with the religious left. So these are what they would say on MSNBC, and I always laugh when they say it, the wingnuts. Uh, these are people on the extreme end. I mean, I have some roots and background in the religious right, so I'm not being pejorative. But, but the bottom line is that you're on, you're on the extreme end of the political spectrum uh, with both of those. And it's, it's interesting that they're so small. By the way, the religious right rallies around certain core political values, whereas the survey confirms that the religious left does not. You could have somebody on the religious left who's a Christian and gay or a Christian and their main issue is abortion or they're Christian and their main issue is, uh, you know, foreign policy or social justice. And they don't necessarily share the values of the others on the religious left. That's less so with the religious right. Um, a few uh, a few other stats that I think are, are very, very interesting. Where, where you see the most faith influence is not so much with religious institutions, but uh, with the Bible. Uh, almost 80% of Americans uh, view the Bible as the word of God. Now, I, I'm, that's so high, I'm, I am almost suspicious of it because I've watched that trend quite a bit. And that's, that's very hard for me to believe that 80% uh, view the Bible as the Word of God. I mean, I'm not even sure 80% of my church views the Bible as the Word of God. But uh, all that to say that uh, that if that st- stat's true, there's definitely a shift happening. Um, 35% say it's the actual Word of God and to be taken literally. 43% say that it is the Word of God, uh, but should not be taken too literally. And those numbers have remained largely unchanged for a decade and a half. Now, that's pretty astonishing to me. Again, having had friends like Christopher Hitchens and others, I'm I'm astonished that we are not seeing a decline in those who embrace Scripture. Just a few more then. It's interesting that more women take the Bible as literally true than men. That's that's really surprising to me. Um, And of course, black uh, religious people uh, take the Bible as the literal word of God to the tune of 58%, far more than whites, 31%. So overall in our country, what's happening is that religious core values, those who already identify with religious values, um, aren't, that, that the numbers aren't moving. The people who believe the Bible is true or, and or is the word of God and to be taken in some form seriously, if not literally. Uh, the number of folks who believe that you know uh, God, God, there is a God and that we want religious values and we will all stand before God in judgment. I mean, those numbers are not moving. And in fact, there's actually a little bit of increase. And that's despite uh, what you might call the secularizing trends of the last decade or two. That's despite the rise of the new atheists. I mean, Christopher Hitchens, one of the most outspoken figures in our society until his death recently. So it's very interesting. And perhaps as far as politics is concerned, um, the two most important stats is that is the dramatic number of people who want a candidate to s- align with their own political values, number one. And number two, the fact that the Democratic Party is definitely losing what we might call the God issue. Uh, and that every single mainstream religious denomination in America is moving to some degree, and in some cases to a dramatic degree, more Republican than it is Democrat. Faith trends are always fascinating. Remember that that statistics lie, but we are living in a society that is not letting go of its faith for the most part, is still insisting upon it, shaping the national public life, our public, public arena, and that all is going to come to play in the coming presidential election. 
Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN, and a blogger for a number of leading online news services. His groundbreaking books on faith and American society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, The Mormonizing of America, and the soon-to-be-released Lincoln's Battle with God. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group.